Thank you for tuning in and listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my review of Gambit. I'm going to be playing a Nightfall while I do this, going for the high score, then going to be just grinding for the kinetic grenade launcher. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage, or follow me on Twitter at say no to rage. Thank you, Fatal Symphony, for the 500 bits, and reminding me that I need to turn alerts off just for this shorter segment here. I'll turn alerts back on for Q&A. So, I'm going to break this segment uh, into three parts. I'm going to talk overall. Uh, We're going to talk overall about what I feel about Gambit. Next, we're going to say, is Sleeper really the issue? Is Sleeper really the issue? And then lastly, I'm going to give some other thoughts and just some considerations about the game mode in general. So let's just start with my my feelings overall about Gambit. I think at a ground level, this is a fantastic concept. And on paper, if you really just look at what they've built, the potential for Gambit is absolutely massive. It's absolutely massive. I think once you get beyond that, though, there are a lot of things that are obviously not functioning kind of where you'd want them uh, to function, and we'd like to see some changes, which is going to be probably the bulk of this talk. But I think on paper, any any PvP-PvE combined uh, game mode, I think, has a whole lot of potential uh, to be... A really, really good long-standing staple and piece of Destiny. I, I, I do still think at a core, at a core, you know, fundamental level, it's it's the evolution of Destiny to combine PVE and PVP. It just presently isn't really working the way that we would kind of want to see it working. Uh, I think the fun factor can definitely be there initially. Uh, before the meta settled in, I think the fun factor was there, and I think that can be recaptured. I don't think the fun factor is there for long term. I think a lot of people go in, get their milestones done, and then kind of bounce. Stack teams that take advantage of a lot of some of the things I'm going to talk about later in this uh, this talk are are making it a very uh, unfun experience for like a long term grind. We went on a bit of a win streak today, and even still, there are things that I think make the game mode very very frustrating but I believe the fun factor can be recaptured again I think the potential for this game mode is very very high now the maps and the enemy variety could be looked at I think it is good to see a lot of different variety in the maps I like how different the maps feel Uh, I think there's a lot there that gives each map a little bit of a different feel I do think the map where you can die by falling into the acid Eh, potentially needs looked at um you know there, there's some things that happen on that map that can be i think a little unnecessarily frustrating uh there's also just the the feel of some of the enemies uh i like that all the enemies are included but i do think wizards and some other you know of the higher value enemies can be i think a little bit too painful in comparison to uh say like when you're against the vex like the vex feel you know generally pretty easy versus pretty much all others so that's kind of my overall flyover you know the maps and the enemies the overall feel of the game isn't where we'd want it to be but i think potential is massively high there's so much they could do with this game mode and i also think um 
the the concept is good and needs to be continued to be iterated uh, upon and I'd like to see some of the things implemented now one of the main culprits obviously is sleeper that's where a lot of people set their targets and their sites they think sleeper is to blame so this next section is is sleeper really the problem it's my contention that the sleeper very efficiently exposes deficiency in the game modes design uh, melting point as well I think like melting point and sleeper kind of in conjunction with each other expose some fundamental flaws in the game modes design I, I don't necessarily think that the the sleeper itself is the cause of our woes I think a lot of the the, the, the frustrations that sleeper get at is something that could be tweaked within the game's design itself and not necessarily needing to you know completely nerf or weaken sleeper i know ammo is their is their target and we definitely went against a team today where a guy invaded and he used i think four or five sleeper shots to kill us and we hadn't done any damage to our primeval yet and then we beat them and they arguably should have won they had done a ton of damage to their primeval and his his five or so sleeper shots I probably would have turned the tide and they would have won if he would have saved them. So that's just a little teeny piece of anecdotal evidence that lessening the, the you know, the ammo of the sleeper probably will make a difference uh, and honestly potentially lessen the efficacy of that gun just because in this example, he kind of blew all of his sleeper ammo. But I do think invading needs a handful of tweaks to minimize the sleeper and even and even some of the weapons like the Queen Breaker's bow, um, we might actually get extinguished here. I did not even I got bumped twice uh, by those things. We need to be very careful here. This could go very very poorly. Um, wow, that was really unfortunate. I think there's just some general tweaks that need to happen to invading in general uh, to make things like Queen Breaker's bow and sleeper less of an annoyance. Number one. Number one, I think having such easily and predetermined and pre-seen spawn points for the invader, I think needs looked at. Uh, I think that's kind of silly and and, and needs some tweaking. Uh, I definitely think that you could could have more randomization uh, to the spawning that would lead to, I think, you know, a better result. Uh, there's 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 definitely an, an ease with which you can dispatch of invaders as long as you just kind of watch the spawn points with sleepers with queen breakers etc so again is is the sleeper the problem is the queen breakers the problem uh probably not i think in general invading is the problem the way invading works is the problem wall hacks uh, for the invader could potentially put on a pulse i think that's a really good feedback from the community i think those two tweaks alone uh, more randomization for the invader where they spawn. Uh, not allowing invaders to push into spawn. Not allowing uh, folks that are trying to hide from the invader to go back into the spawn point. I think spawn points in general, you know, initial spawn points is what I mean to say, uh, could be could be looked at. It's pretty easy just to run back and hide, but I also think it's easy to kind of farm the spawn point, uh, which is, you know, unfortunate. You don't want people doing that. You want people just, you know, pushing back in with a super and just kind of tearing everything up. Uh, those are two things I think that could make invading function a whole lot better. Also, boss health, I don't necessarily think 
needs to be buffed, but I think that the way the boss is defeated could potentially uh, be changed. Again, this is where Sleeper becomes an annoyance. Sleeper and Thousand Voices and other really strong power weapons combined with Melting Point uh, turns the boss into sort of a non-factor. And, and and again, this is this is this is where I'm putting the blame. I'm shifting blame off of Sleeper and really powerful weapons and saying, ah, this is a problem with the fundamental game's design. Uh, you know, the way that the Slayer buff works is another thing that I've talked about. Um, calling your primeval later than the opposing team and getting and getting this 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 huge benefit uh, from that is I think really lame. They use a lot of resources, supers, and ammo to kill their their envoys and to earn that slayer buff and then that slayer buff is shared in order to help the other the enemy team rubber band so they don't get too far behind i think that is incredibly stupid and i think that leads to again frustration one of the things i've suggested is the the boss's health bar each section should trigger a mechanic and whenever you trigger that mechanic you have to then go complete that because the the boss gets shielded but once you defeat uh once you defeat one of the uh once you defeat one of the health bars it locks in that health so if you take one health bar out and the you know the the the, the boss gets down to you know 75% um that or I'm sorry 66% once you do that, that health is locked in. So any death healing the primeval can't heal him past 66%. Uh, I think that's a really, really, really good change they could make. Uh, again, I think the boss fight being slightly extended would be a good thing. Some of the times when you have like a really, really good back and forth with an enemy team and the fight takes a little bit longer, I think that tends to be far more enjoyable than what presently seems to happen, which is each team just sort of waits on the buff and then melts the other team. Also, a team coming from behind has huge, huge advantages uh, because they basically only have to, uh, you know, if they wait to summon theirs, they get this humongous advantage of sending blockers while your primeval is out, and then they get the buff catch-up mechanic, which again is really, really stupid. And this, I think, just leads to people being rewarded people are being rewarded for playing gambit poorly you play poorly you summon late and you get a i just got the merciless catalyst that's pretty dope uh and you get all these benefits these are these this is going to make the talk go a little bit longer than i'd like it to go but these are things i think that need tweaked rubber banding based off of the slayer buff being shared rubber banding because supers can carry over into the next round some teams actually throw the first round they throw the first round, get their supers in the next round, and then try to steamroll with invasions and quick kills because they're using their supers to get kills very, very quickly. Uh, and and the way invasion works and everything that I just covered, I think those are the primary, those are the primary pain points in, in the game mode of Gambit. I don't think that the problem is sleeper or queen breakers or anything else. I think fundamental flaws in the game's design need to be addressed that would potentially alleviate a lot of these pain points and a lot of these frustrations that people have. I think what we're setting our sights on are symptoms of the problem, not the actual problems themselves. And so I do think that would make a significant difference in the experiences uh, of the players 
that are going into Gambit as opposed to if you make these tweaks to Sleeper, I think Invasion, rubber banding mechanics, and all these other things are still going to cause frustration even if you nerf Sleeper. Lastly, let's just give my final other thoughts. Saving big blockers and summoning sentence should not be advantageous. You should not be able to summon medium or large blockers if the other team has gotten their primeval out. Blockers are supposed to function as just that, blockers for banking. That team is done banking and they got their primeval out. You should not be able to just douse the enemy team's platform with large and medium blockers because you were slow. I think only small blockers should be sent once the enemy's primeval is up. Uh, Moat pickup and the next area triggering has some strange latency that needs to be looked at. When you go to pick up moats, sometimes you literally can't pick them up. Uh, When you go to go to the next area, it's just really laggy sometimes and doesn't really properly trigger. It's very, very strange. It'll say, you know, next area's up or whatever. And I don't know. It just, it seems very, very strange the way that works. Some latency there. And I think more could be done to promote banking. I do think playing with blueberries that just never freaking bank are very frustrating to play with. Uh, They're very, very frustrating to play with. And I think more could be done to incentivize banking. Maybe you get some special ammo. Maybe the game kind of prompts you like, hey, you got some moats. Why don't you bank before heading to the next area? You know, we'll get you some special ammo or we'll get you this or we'll get you that. You could certainly, I think, see some things done uh, to, again, probably promote people to bank their moats a little bit more an in-game reward something on screen so those are some final thoughts as well that I think would help the game mode again overall I think Gambit has massive potential and I think it could get significantly better I think we're setting our sights on the wrong problems Uh, we, we are setting our sights on symptoms and those symptoms I think are are linked to a deeper a deeper cause and that deeper cause being that the game mode itself has design flaws. So we're going to shift to question and answer now. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage, or follow me on Twitter at say no to rage. And as with all of my content, I appreciate you watching or listening. Please like, share, and subscribe.